Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're serious about creating a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now your host, master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Okay. Hello, coaches. I am thrilled to be bringing you today, Katrina Ubel, partly because she's just an amazing human being, friend, colleague, and I just know you're going to love her for all of those reasons. And also because she has a new book that has just come out. And one of my favorite things about Katrina and about sharing her here with you is we're going to talk about what's real in building a coaching business. Katrina has uh, created a lot of success. She founded Weight Loss for Busy Physicians. She has a seven-figure business. She just released this incredible book. So much external and internal success, right, that she has created. And Katrina is all about also giving sort of the full picture, the full view of the challenges behind the scenes as well. So you're going to love this episode and let's dive in. Hello, Katrina. Hello, Molly. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you Welcome. so much for having me. Thank this you. is so fun because the last time we had an interview, you were interviewing me when my book came out and helping promote it and everything, which was awesome. So We've had a, a lot of different relationships over the years. We have, and, we have. I mean, you were yeah. like day one. I remember, you know, back when we were, I was doing coach training in person in El Dorado Hills, California, mm -hmm. and there was like a dinner the night before we started. And I remember talking to you, but the, the best part was that on the airplane, on the way there, I was listening to some life coach school podcasts and the interview you had. I didn't even know you were going to be there. I just randomly yeah. listened to you. That's right. Your interview on the way there. And then when I met you, I'm like, wait a minute. I recognize your voice. I think I just listened to you. Oh my You've gosh. You've been there from like literally the very beginning. Oh I totally program. forgot about that. So I was um, there as one of the trainers. And of course, and I worked up close and personal with you through your training Yes. Yeah. I can't wait. I mean, Thank like you. I say, I'm an open book. I just think that it's important yeah. for people to know kind of more of the realities so that they are not, you know, under undervaluing their own successes or thinking yeah. that what yeah. they're accomplishing isn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. So this is great. So yeah, at times I've felt like a mentor to Katrina in ways she's been a mentor to me, which is just really fun to kind of have that, that back and forth, give and take. So, okay. The first question, Katrina, um, and by the way, I'll just mention this now. I'll tell you more at the end, but her book, how to lose weight for the last time brain-based solutions for permanent weight loss is out. It came out yesterday, the day before this podcast is airing. So make sure that you um, get your hands on that book. It is so good. We're going to talk more about it and I'll, I'll say more at the end, but that is her book. And, um, Katrina, I would love for you to share. You were in the life coach school world. You were, to my knowledge, the first coach to make a hundred K in your first year, which yeah, was apparently <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm told, <laughs> which was so fun and so cool to be like upfront and, you know, up close and personal and see that. So I would love for you to speak to how or why did you do that? So I think it's important to just note, because especially now there's sometimes there's people who are coming through certification who already have, you know, a following or already have, mm -hmm. 
whatever, you know, something they already have an audience of some sort, let's just say. And so sometimes like those people, right, like right out of the gate, they're doing this, you know, amazing stuff, making all this money. And it's easy to go like, oh, well, it's because they already had that or Mm -hmm. they already had this one business and then they pivoted it or Mm -hmm. whatever thing. And I just want to say that I did not have any of that. I had no list. I had zero business experience. Like I always say that I was like, I knew negative amounts. I was like a vacuum. Like I knew absolutely not one thing about running a business. And even more so, I hadn't really ever had a desire to have a business. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't someone who like always knew like someday I want to be an entrepreneur. And, And at that time, there really were not other coaching businesses, hiring coaches to coach. Like if there had been, I'm guessing I probably would have just done that because yeah, I yeah. just didn't have like, the, you know, it's not even like I didn't have the drive. I just didn't have really the desire so much. Mm-hmm, but at mm-hmm. the time it was kind of like, well, if you want to coach, then you need to have a business. You need to find clients to coach. Right. And I was like, well, okay. Right. And right. so, um, so it was really at coach training that I was, you know, going like, well, you know, who should I serve? And I had lots mm-hmm. of different ideas of different niches that I could choose. And then mm-hmm. in those days, it was like, I think we had six days of training. And on that sixth day mm-hmm. in the morning, we had oh, to choose a niche. Right. And then we were told that we were not allowed to change it for at least a year. Yeah. Okay. And so no pressure good, or anything. Right. Ever the rule follower, A plus student, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not allowed to change it. Like, the, yeah, this, yeah. apparently this is the word of God and I'm not allowed to yeah. push back, <laughs> which it, I'm, I'm laughing about it now, but I think it was really good advice. I mean, it really yeah. made me stick it out when it would have been yeah. easy to go, you know what? Like, I'm just going to switch it and do something else. And I totally could have done that. Right. But right, I, of course right. I, I didn't do that. So Right. So really, I think the way that happened, like I certainly never set out with the intention or the goal to make a lot mm-hmm. of money quickly. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds a little crazy and I don't want this to sound like, oh, poor me. I had all the success like quickly, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like, I also wasn't ready for a lot mm-hmm. of the, the challenges that come yes. right away with, um, with growing a business that fast. So mm-hmm. it was like, I, you know, had it really, I was like on the fast track to learning entrepreneurship and how to run a business. It was really, it was in, in a lot of ways, like very scary. It felt at times, you know, out of control, the way it feels Mm -hmm. like to be on a roller coaster, like the Mm -hmm. ups, the downs, the like, this is exhilarating and terrifying at the same time. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was really that experience. But I think the reason it happened was kind of twofold in the sense that yes, I kept showing up for the business. I kept showing up Mm -hmm. for the clients. I really, listen. I mean, I had a deep understanding of what they were struggling with baseline anyway, but then as I coached more people, I learned so much about other struggles that they had that were like adjacent to mine, but Mm -hmm. that I personally hadn't dealt with. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, like I was a total overeater, but I did not binge. And Mm -hmm. so I had to learn so much as these clients come to me, they're like, I'm binging. I'm like, okay, well, let me learn a whole bunch more about that. And so it was really like a lot of like, okay, let me figure out this. Let me try this method of coaching, Mm -hmm. like, and just continuing to show up. I never made it mean like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this or I can't do it. And maybe that's even just from like medical training. Like someone shows up, a patient shows up. You can't just be like, oh, sorry, they didn't teach this one to me. You yeah. have to like go find out what it yeah, is. Like yeah, you have right. to go research it or figure it out. So right. So I think that was probably, you know, partly what happened. But the other thing is I, I don't want to say that like, oh, I was so smart and I chose this great niche. A lot of people will say, well, it's because of her niche. But mm-hmm. I do want to say that like that niche, mm-hmm. the reason it's good is because there 
particularly then was a group of people who were desperate for help mm-hmm. and nobody was helping them. Mm-hmm. And I knew that because I had been desperate for, I've been one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have been desperate for right, help right. and there was nobody helping me. And so right. I thought, well, maybe I could, you know, be that person that I had been searching for. Like maybe I could offer that help. There might be some mm-hmm. people interested. I was never like mm-hmm. a certain number of people or it's going to translate to into X amount of revenue or sales yeah. or anything like that. It was just like, I think there might be some people who are interested in this. Yeah, And yeah. I spoke to them, I offered them help and they wanted that help. Mm-hmm. And so it's not so much just like, oh, well, it's because you serve doctors or because you blah, blah, blah. It's uh, none mm-hmm. of that matters. Mm-hmm. It's that there was a group of people who mm-hmm. shared a common struggle. They were not getting the help or there, at least the, the perception of them was that the help was that was available was, wasn't cutting it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. so I think when those two things come together, right? Mm-hmm. Like me deciding to show up no matter what, and mm-hmm. them really hungry for help. Mm-hmm. Like that's what resulted in that hundred K mm-hmm. that year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, as you were talking, I was thinking about many of my listeners who confuse niche with the internal work that you're doing. Meaning, right? Like niche is is yes, what are the characteristics that these people have? But it's also, Mm -hmm. what is it they need to hear? What is the message, right? Right. And yours is pretty straightforward, but I was just thinking that, that I think a lot of people get caught up in saying, well, I want my niche to be, you know, this, like, for example, I want my niche to be self-love, which can be a good niche, but sometimes finding out what other external thing is there Mm -hmm. is a better niche, even though what you're doing behind the scenes is self-love work, right? Exactly. A hundred percent. So like the way I would think about that is like, you know, I would just ask the question, are people walking around going, I need more self-love? Right. You know, like, like I knew my people were saying, like, I knew they needed more self-love, but they were saying I need to lose weight. Right. And so like, in some ways I kind of think of it as the Trojan horse, right? Like they come to Mm -hmm. me for weight loss. I do help them lose weight, Mm -hmm. but in the process, I give them Mm -hmm. what they really need. Yes. Repairing their relationship with themselves, repairing their relationship with their body. And so like, I've heard people say, well, you could like expand. It could be like wellness for physicians. I'm like, yeah, but nobody walks around going, I need more wellness. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So like, how are they going to know? Like they, there has to be some awareness of their problem. Yes. For them to be able to hear you or even go looking for you. And I think that's an area where people get mixed, you know? Yes. It's like, you got to be real clear on like, they're going around going, gosh, I wish there was somebody who could help me with this. Mm -hmm. So what Mm -hmm. is that thing? And Mm -hmm. and I think some people get mixed up in thinking like all the good niches are taken or something. In my mind, that's so laughable because there are so many people in this world who do not know anything about coaching. They don't know it's available. Uh, you know, like, and it would change their lives and they are looking for a solution. They just haven't heard of coaching yet. Yes. So, yes. You know, if that's Absolutely. the case, then, you know, there's a lot of opportunities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is really what this is all about. I mean, for me, it's all about impact. I mean, the money is fun for sure, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's like when the days are hard, why do I keep doing this? Mm-hmm. Because I really do feel called to make a difference in this very narrow sliver of the population. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I love it. That's, that's so true. One thought that I had as you were talking about sort of the, sort of this beginning phase that I remember about you is that you did the certification 
you did that intense um, stop overeating course. Mass, and I mass, think you did yeah. something else as well. And so I want to highlight this because I saw Katrina like diving in and getting, I, I would say, I don't know, you tell me if you have a different perspective, but quite a bit of intense help. I mean, not that someone else was doing it for you, but like you were in it to win it. And well, you know what it was, is I invested in myself is yes. really what I did. Right. Like, yes. Yes. Like I, I mean, and it was a lot of money. I mean, I'm not going to say it wasn't, especially because yeah. I, at that point I had stopped working as a pediatrician. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we couldn't pay our mortgage, but like I was used to bringing in, I mean, right. not jobs of money, pediatricians are woefully underpaid, but like, right, right. Still I was, you know, bringing money in. So it felt like it, you know, it'd be easy to think about it. Like it's a drain on yeah. the family. But, you know, it's like when you start seeing the results for yourself, for me, it's easy for me to like double down on that. Like, well, this has helped me so much. I wonder what more is going to do instead of like, well, I should be done now. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, so much of that work I did myself was, was, you know, really solving my own problem with Mm -hmm. food so that I could really effectively help other people Yeah, and, um, and, and learning the skills on like how to you know, how yeah. to, to help yeah. with that too. Yeah. And then also investing in, you know, business coaching. Like I remember, mm-hmm. you know, finishing up kind of with what the life coach, coach school offered and Marie Forleo was selling B-School mm-hmm. and, you know, I'd heard about her from like some of my mm-hmm. colleagues and stuff. And I remember just being like, you know, this seems like this could be a good thing. Like, it seems like yeah. there's more to running a business that I could learn about. And, yeah. um, and this is, you know, outside of the coaching world, but I think this would be helpful. I mean, I still, yeah. in my mind, if I don't refer back to B-School stuff, I still think about things in ways that B-School taught me to think. Mm-hmm. And so just to say, right, like it has to be a thoughtful investment. Yes. I think like I have always been very careful. Like I remember thinking, okay, I need to start a podcast. I should start a podcast, but knowing that mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do it myself. Like I just knew mm-hmm. my, you know, I was only mm-hmm. working when my kids were in school. I was like, yeah you know, so I had this, this back and forth of like, I should start a pod or I want to start mm-hmm. a podcast, but mm-hmm. I should do it myself and then doing nothing because I didn't want to do it myself. And then right. I found out that there's actually these companies who can help you to get your podcast up and running. So I'm like, so excited. Then I go and find out how much it was. And the company that I worked with, it was $6,000. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I, I had made like a couple dollars at this point, but like not enough to justify <laughs> right? you know, a $6,000 investment in this. And I was so excited. I remember, and my husband knew I was you know, had been thinking about this and I come out and I'm like, oh my gosh, listen, I found out that they can help you. And so amazing, but oh my God, listen, how expensive it is. Mm-hmm. And it was actually in December and he looked at me and he's like, well, do you want a podcast for Christmas? And I was like, I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. It was yeah. like, I needed that permission where he's like, yeah, we can invest yeah. in this. And I mean, that was literally one of the very best investments I could ever mm, make. Like yeah. that $6,000 for sure massively contributed to me making a hundred. Yes. Yes. Because that it was a huge way that, that people found out. Yeah. About me, yeah. Right. So, and it was yeah. investment. Yeah. And but I want to investment, not just buying thoughtful. all the things to buy all the things. Yes. And that's why I want to highlight this because I know I see a lot of coaches sometimes going to either end of the spectrum where they're just spending money and yes. spending more and more and buying this and that and ending up feeling like, why do I still not have the results that I want? And they end oftentimes it kind of busies them. Right. But it's not actually the, the use of their money that will move them forward. A hundred percent. I've seen that and so much too. It's like, but I, I just totally. need to get this advanced certification. Like yeah. then I'm going to be able to serve people. 
to yeah. the degree, or then I'm going to be able to charge what I want or whatever it is. And right, it's like, right. you know, and they're like, why don't I have any money? I'm like, well, your expenses are really high right now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then I also see the other end of the spectrum where people are so afraid of spending the money. They're like, well, I don't want to go into debt. And they get stuck in this, you know, do it yourself, which some things you do yourself. But I just think there's a lot of value in finding that space in the middle of these two ends where you are willing to put your money, time, and energy where your mouth is and everything you invest in, you make it work for you. And I think that's what I saw in you. You were like, I am going to go for this. I'm going to, if there's something I need to learn that's going to move me forward in my business, I will pay for it. I will put the time in. And I just think that's a, I don't know. I think that was, I I would imagine that you're very grateful to your past self for the effort you put in. (laughs) I am very grateful to my best self for putting that effort in. And I mean, the the decisions are going to be, you know, obviously individual, you know, to Absolutely. Each person and stuff into what's going to be right. But, um, you know, I would say I'm like way more conservative financially in my business life than I am in my personal life. Like I'm very mm-hmm. protective of the business and the financial mm-hmm. health of it and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I'm not someone just like spending willy nilly. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I do know that if there's an opportunity, like if this thing's going to really help in these ways, then I'm yeah. going to do it. And I'm also not going to blow it off. Right. Like I'm going to go in there. Absolutely. And like, this is, I'm yes. Gonna, I always think of it as like ever since I did master coach training, I remember just always going to any program thinking it's my responsibility to get out of this what I need mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, rather than like, I'm just going to show up and see what happens here mm-hmm. instead going, you know, I'm here for these reasons and I'm going to yeah. make sure that that has been accomplished by the time. Yes. I'm- yes. Like I always say, when you're making a financial decision about your business, first, you want to think, okay, what is the return on investment that I perceive? And then when you make the decision to do it, you decide, I will make this more than worth like the return on investment, right? I will make it happen. So I think that's kind of will, you know, just help with those financial Mm -hmm. business decisions. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So here's a question for you. I always say that the coaching world is like the wild, wild west. Mm -hmm. There are no rules. Everyone just like making this up as they go. Who knows what's next? And I've always found it so fascinating, like in training coaches, when you'd have therapists come in, doctors, lawyers with just like a very, um, where there are so many rules and policies and regulations. And it's mm-hmm. almost like, it's like a culture shock. So mm-hmm. it, you, you coming from, you know, your medical background into this world, what was that like for you? You know, I mean, it... <laughs> I actually think that this world suits me better to be hundred mm-hmm. percent honest. Mm-hmm. And whereas I think it can go the other way. So I think yes. some people can really feel that resistance. So yes. I don't want to say like, oh, it's not a thing. Cause it totally is. Yeah. Um, but I, for sure, especially, you know, I was in practice for 10 and a half years as a pediatrician and especially the, the later years, um, I started to feel at times a little like all these rules, like, you know, Mm -hmm. and then this governing body and that governing body. And they're saying that you have to tell people that their kids have to eat or drink this thing. Mm -hmm. And when I personally disagree, you know, like Mm -hmm. there was in some ways a lack of flexibility, um, Mm -hmm. perceived for me, you know, like for me personally, I I like uh, having fewer rules and having more freedom and more mm-hmm. leeway. So for mm-hmm. me, to a certain extent, it was a breath of fresh air to be mm-hmm. able to just not 
have someone telling me it has to be this way. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, so, so for me, I think that was helpful, but I yeah. do think that, um, that the one benefit, and I've actually spoken with a couple other people coming from a professional background mm-hmm. and then now doing coaching where mm-hmm. they agree. And I actually have to say it was not even my idea initially, but I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is really true. Is this idea that like, I think some people are going into coaching going, well, now I'm certified. And so this like really successful business needs to just fall into my lap. Like, where mm-hmm. is it? Mm-hmm. They have this expectation for that, where those of us who come from this professional background, like you don't become a lawyer, get a law degree. And then you're like, where right. are my clients? Like mm-hmm. you have to go create, you know, a niche for yourself. Who do you serve? You have mm-hmm. to let those people know that you can serve them. You have to do a really good job so that they can refer their friends to you. You know, yeah. even as a doctor, I mean, sadly, I guess, but maybe not, right? You know, mm-hmm. like you take really good care of people. They tell their friends they should come bring their kids to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Like, and of yeah. course you want to take good care of people anyway, but like you yeah. never are like expect, like where are all the patients? No, you need right. to build a reputation right. and you need to yes. put effort and you have to go meet referring doctors and let them, you know, meet you and let them know mm-hmm. how you can help, you know, their patients. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that, that it never just, I never thought like, oh, I'm just going to like, this should just arrive. Like, yes. no, you yeah, need to put absolutely. in some legwork. And yes. so it was not a surprise to me that, yeah, you actually have to work at this. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because, um, I mean, I've shared that example before specifically because like, think about, you know, going into medical school, mm-hmm. you're planning to spend quite a bit of money to get into medical school oh, yeah. or, or to go through medical school. Through right. It, yeah. and, and then, then you get paid nothing when you're in your training. Right. <laughs> and then you're in there and you're like dirt poor. You have yeah. all these loans. And then on top of that, if you're going to buy a practice, right, yeah. there's so much investment on the front end of that. Mm-hmm. And it's so fascinating that, you know, we come in and whatever the, you know, coach training program is that you pay for, whether it's 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, it's like, oh gosh, that's so much money, right? Is like the mindset, which mm-hmm. is, I'm not trying to, to minimize yeah, not it. Not that it's not, all, but right? it's, it's relative. <laughs> exactly, right. It's all relative. And then, you know, if we expect to build a business that's going to be paying us back with passive income, even the way we think a business should, you know, serve us, I do think that it's helpful to remember, yeah, if you want a business that's going to give you back the time, freedom, and finances you want, there is an investment of all of those things on the front end. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, I think, I think one of the things that I, I, I'm guessing really slows a lot of people down, you know, especially like early on in Mm -hmm. their coaching careers is this idea that like, it should be different than it is. Yeah. I know like somehow, like whatever is happening right now, isn't right. And it should Mm -hmm. be different. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not right. Mm-hmm. So like, what are we going to do with what we've got? Mm-hmm. Like based mm-hmm. on this, what can we do moving yeah. forward? Yeah. And I think as you were saying that, I was thinking that I would imagine part of the challenge for us is, for example, taking, you know, the route of, of becoming a doctor and building a practice, there's a perceived certainty in it, right? It's yes. kind of like, okay, this is like a well-known trusted path. Exactly. And so I wonder if it makes it easier to stay the course. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, yeah. wild, wild, wild west, west, it's like, I'm making this up as I go. And I think that that lends itself to, you know, uh, that sense of uh, potentially more uncertainty, right? And so mm-hmm. wanting to see the the evidence or proof sooner 
so that you can stay on the path knowing it will work. Yeah. It's kind of like I need you need more feedback. Like I am doing the right thing or this is working. Whereas, you know, if you're in your medical practice, like if you just keep serving people well and keep letting people know you exist. Yeah. Yeah. Doctors have been around for a while. Yeah. Like, you know, there's going to be people who have a medical need. I do. I do agree with that. I think there's it's easier to believe. It's easier to believe this will work. This will pay off. Yeah. And um, and it's easier to make that investment. Yeah you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars because you go, well, I know how this ends. I mean, provided I can get through and pass all the tests right. and everything. Like I know, you know, I have a pretty good idea of how this is going to work out in the end. Yeah. And, and yeah. with, uh, you know, entrepreneurship, it, it's less certain for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where there are so many things we can do, of course, in the work that we do. And a lot of my listeners, you know, it's, we really have to create certainty for ourselves mm-hmm. all the time, right? Yeah. Any kind of tangible ways we can find evidence for it that certainty and belief in ourselves. So yeah, it's uh, definitely exactly. And I think that's, that's exactly what you just pointed on is the most important Mm -hmm. thing. You're not going to get the certainty from the business. You're going to get the certainty from yourself. Like what Mm -hmm. I know to be true about me, no matter what, Mm -hmm. this is a true belief and identity that I have is that I will keep going. Mm -hmm. Even Mm -hmm. if things aren't working, when Mm -hmm. things don't work, I want to say when things don't work, because if Mm -hmm. sounds like, well, if, you Mm -hmm. know, Something mm-hmm. crazy happens, you know, no, mm-hmm. things don't work for me too, for mm-hmm. sure at times. Right. And it like, you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And totally. I think that's where it is important, at least for me, again, like I said, when things are hard, when I'm having like intrusive thoughts about, you should just mm-hmm. get rid of this thing and, you know, <laughs> go mm-hmm. run away. You don't have to do this. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but I really want to make an impact on this group of people. This group yeah. of people needs the information that I have to share. And I just then start thinking about like how disappointing it would be to them. Like someone mm-hmm. had that, that answer and then they just like stopped or gave up or didn't want to keep going. And what a shame, like there's all these people who aren't going to be helping them. Like, all right, fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's true. We really do have to reconnect with our, our purpose and the people mm-hmm. we want to serve yeah. often. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about your book in a minute, but one last question I have for you, because you, so you made a hundred K in your first year, mm-hmm. you scaled your business pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And I bet you were taking home tons of money during that time. Right. <laughs> right. Katrina, tell us all about it behind the scenes. <laughs> no, I mean, I was making multiple hundred K Mm -hmm. And I mean, for a while, for a long while, not taking any salary, you know, like I I first paid back our personal financial investment, um, you know, Mm -hmm. like that we put into the trainings and stuff Mm -hmm. and the initial Mm -hmm. things, which I think I want to say it was in the 40,000s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it was all said and done, I was like maybe 42 or 43, something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was my first thing that I wanted to do. And then after that, I really just was like, you know, again, because my husband was able to make enough money to support the family. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, well, then I'm, I don't need this money. I would rather, you know, invest in this next thing and this next mm-hmm. thing, this next thing mm-hmm. that's going to help move the business forward. And so then, then it got to the point though, where, um, you know, from a tax standpoint, I had to pay myself like a reasonable salary, but then then I did that for a long time and I still didn't take out any like distributions. I wasn't taking out Mm -hmm. any, you know, like any of that profit. I wasn't really taking it. It wasn't 
I mean, it was a few years before it was finally like, you know what? There's a lot of cash here. You could take some of it. Mm-hmm. And that was very fun, you know, to be like, oh, yes. my kid's school tuition is due. Like, oh, fun. I just like pulled that right out and poof, yeah. all paid for, you know, 100%. Yeah. Like, how fun yeah. is that? I just think, again, that's like where that purpose and impact is so important. Because if you're mm-hmm. like, I'm in this to make a gazillion dollars because I want, you know, to fly mm-hmm. private and buy all the expensive handbags mm-hmm. or whatever. Amazing. I mean, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. I don't judge that at all. It's just that it can be harder than <laughs> to keep it's... yourself going. And to say, I mean, and just to say, like, I'm not purchasing, I'm not flying private. And I don't, you know, I never have been on a private jet in my life. And even now, and I and I don't buy all that expensive stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a personal choice, but yeah. um, but it's just like if what, what are you doing this for? Is this for Mm -hmm. like the long game? Because you really want to build it to a point where you can really help serve people. Like Mm -hmm. that's different than, yeah, I want to help people, but I also want to make a lot of money. And I don't want to say that's bad. It's not bad. People having lots of money is amazing. Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. that, but Mm -hmm. it might be one of those things where you just have to, um, or not even have to like the most judicious decision or the, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the most wise decision would be to delay that gratification mm-hmm. a bit longer mm-hmm. and actually invest in, you know, or, yeah. I mean, the other thing is um, building up a, an emergency fund in your business, which, you know, right now as yeah. we're, you know, possibly heading into recession, like nobody really right. knows what's happening in the economy. Everybody's right. talking about like, you know, you need to have mm-hmm. at least several months of operating expenses in cash, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially if you're, you know, if you pay other people to help you. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's like, those are the things where it's like, you know, to be a responsible business owner, you want to make sure you yeah. have all those things handled. And yeah. then like, yeah, have I taken my family on some amazing vacations? Absolutely. And yeah. I haven't yeah. even regretted one second of it. Yeah. And it's yeah. so amazing and so yeah. fun. Like, oh, like this is what I've gotten to do. Yes. But it, it really took some time together. Like I said, I'm I'm quite phys- fiscally conservative in the business because I never yeah. want to get to a point where I can't pay payroll or things like that. Like that. Right, just, right. Like I I went to a conference several years ago, business conferences, like before COVID and the speaker, one speaker was like, you know, um, as a business owner, you eat last and, you know, and, and it's like, you know, not to the point to your own detriment, but also like, you have to make sure that all these other things are, are stable and then you And I think that, and I just want to take a minute and say to you, all of you coaches listening, because I know kind of going back to what, what Katrina mentioned actually, where if there had been the opportunity to be a coach in someone's business, you probably would because you didn't Mm -hmm. really have that desire. And I know now you do. And I would say it's changed Mm -hmm. quite a bit for me as well. I really love the business piece of it. And I started out really loving just the coaching piece. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just want to say to all of you, if any of you are discouraged and thinking, okay, well, forget it because I, that sounds like a lot of work and I don't want to do that. Remember that everyone's going to have their own version of coaching business that works for them. And so if you feel like if you're really wanting a smaller coaching business, don't minimize or discount that. Smaller doesn't mean less than, right? It's like, how do you want to have this impact? And so some of you will want to have a very strong referral-based business. And some of you will want to have a multiple million-dollar business that is, you know, very, um, a little more, what's the word? Uh, complicated behind the scenes and such, right? And many of you will want to find some place in the middle. So this is just a really good insight into 
what it's like building yeah. a, a bigger business. Yeah. I, I just want to reiterate what you're saying. Like, I think it's so easy to think like, oh, but once you make the seven figures, you know, like then mm-hmm. you've got it made or like, it is so much better. Well, at least you're making all this money. I'm telling you, it is just hard in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say it's worse. I'm not going to say it's better. It's just hard in different ways. Like right now in our business, mm-hmm. we're going through some stuff too. And like a mm-hmm. lot of adjustments and mm-hmm. it's a lot more like people managing and things like that, that I, you know, I'm coming again with like zero skills on and yeah. like, you know, yeah. not feeling very strong in my skill um, set on that. And, you know, it's, um, it's constant, constant growth, mm-hmm. which doesn't usually feel good. So I just think that like somehow, you know, we're like deep down, we're like, but I really do think it's better. And I'm like, I know because I, I think I agreed with you, but uh, there's times where I'm like, gosh, it was so, it's so nice to have, you know, obviously like a business that's like working and, and, you know, you're getting, you know, a steady stream of clients and that's all great. Um, And you're making, you know, good money and it, it's simpler. You know, Mm -hmm. I think there's something to be said for that. It just, Mm -hmm. there's just pros and cons to all of it is what I'll say. Absolutely. It's just a choice. It's really just a choice of what, which kind of hard you want. And not thinking that what your choice is, is like the lesser choice or somehow like you're not cut out for something else or whatever. Like, no, you can do whatever you want, but what do you actually want? Yes. Yes. I feel it to a certain extent. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like I'm like, you know, like this happened to me, but it also kind of feels like it happened to me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I said, like it all grew so fast and like, there really wasn't a lot of time to sit around and think, and what do I really want? And it was like, Mm -hmm. there's this demand and how can we meet this demand? And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you're like, whoa, look what we have here. And, you know, sometimes building things quickly, then they need to be rebuilt. You know what I mean? Like, because Mm -hmm. it's like the foundation maybe isn't quite there and and finding the proper leaders and in a business and stuff. I mean, it's all, it's all just, um, you know, part of that process. So I just really, really, it breaks my heart when I hear about coaches who have a great thing going, but then they still think it's not good enough. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I think I'll just kind of add to that by saying, I think that some coaches are possibly making, you know, more money than another, but they're actually maybe not in line in their life and business, meaning they've been like trying to create something that's really someone else's dream. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and other people, it's, it's the opposite too, where they are potentially, I think it goes both ways because I, I love that you said just because you choose a business where it's maybe not as big, doesn't mean it's a lesser option. I think sometimes it can be the lesser option, but only if you're playing small for yourself, right? Exactly. So that's right. where I mm-hmm. think all of you listening, that's where it's important to really figure out who are you, what business do you want? And whatever that is, as long as you honor that, that is really the the best way to show up in your business, no matter what the income level or size. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when yeah. a challenge, you're confronted with a challenge, you know, are you willing to say yes to it? I mean, you and I have mm-hmm. talked offline about this, like, this book coming out has really, really challenged me in terms of like exposure and visibility and like a lot, a lot of fear coming up and Mm -hmm. trying to get to the bottom of that. And, 
You know, mm-hmm. it, I mean, the, like what I am having to do is to grow as a person to not be completely like mm-hmm. folded up in the corner, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a ball of anxiety. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot. And so it's easy to go like, you know, uh, like, oh, I wish, you know, I, why did I even do this? But then I'm like, but again, like I said, I'm like, oh, but people need this. They need yeah. this information. So, yeah. okay, if that's yeah. the case, fine. Yeah. I will do okay. this. Road. I will do it. Yeah. <laughs> And speaking of, the book is so good. I have it here in my hands. I got this lovely hard copy before the book was even out. And I feel like it's a very easy read. Um, I think so too, honestly. And I wanted it to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so nice. It's so, it's practical and simple and yet so smart, you know, in it's, uh, it's not surface level, but it's also not so overwhelmingly technical or scientific that I need someone to interpret it. So thank you. That's honestly, that's a huge compliment. That's exactly what I was going for. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's so good. So tell us, and I know we don't have much time left. How much time do I have left with you? How much longer can I keep you here? Oh, I've got a few more minutes. Okay. Okay. So tell me what made you decide to write the book? First of all, well, you know, I, so my, my podcast is weight loss for busy physicians. Mm-hmm. I've obviously been, you know, really targeting women physicians in mm-hmm. clinical practice. So we're like practicing as doctors, you know, want to lose weight for years now. Um, I think mm-hmm. I'm in my sixth year doing this. Mm-hmm. And um, over the years, what I had found is that a lot of doctors were actually referring their patients to my podcast. So when mm-hmm. I would look at my podcast reviews, people would say like, well, I'm not a doctor, but my doctor told me to listen to this and it's changed my life and I've lost all this mm-hmm. weight and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. or people were like, oh, I was searching for weight loss podcasts. And I saw this and I thought, oh, what's different for doctors? Like, I want to know too, like, I'm not mm-hmm. a doctor, but this totally applies to my life too. And mm-hmm. so it was kind of interesting. Right. But I don't offer anything for those people, just the podcast. And of course they've been mm-hmm. asking. And, um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I really, again, like I'm not someone who's like, I always knew I was going to be a published author. It was always a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I resisted it for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> But I really did think like the book could work for, it could be helpful for a number of reasons. First of all, it gives people who have been, you know, dedicated listeners who've really wanted more help from me. It gives them mm-hmm. something. It gives people a lower priced option to get started, to get some mm-hmm. good help, introduces the concepts. Um, it gives doctors something to recommend to their um, their patients that isn't, you know, a podcast that has almost 300 episodes. Can you imagine? Like, right, doctor's right. like I have this great Be podcast, but you need to spend... <laughs> the next several months of your life listening to figure out what to do, you know, it's a bit overwhelming. Right. Right. So, um, so it gives them something that, cause, cause doctors really, they want to help their patients and they don't know what to yeah. say. They don't understand yeah. it either. And they can't, they don't have time to get into it, even if they do understand it. So, so yeah. it helps doctors be able to give their patients better advice on, on solving their weight issues. And then mm-hmm. also, you know, of course that for the people who are, um, you know, uh, that narrow sliver that I serve, it gives mm-hmm. them a better idea of what I'm all about mm-hmm. as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know for myself, like, you know, I've read books where I'm like, this is exactly what I need. And I know I'm never going to do it myself. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, how can I work with this person? You know, mm-hmm. like, um, and so, so I think, you know, it's, it has, uh, multiple, uh, purposes in that sense. Yeah. 
And so when you, when I thought about it that way, I'm like, yeah, it, it really does. It does make sense. It's nice to put it out there. Um, mm-hmm. like this is a real thing, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. coaching is real. And I mean, I have, we've done studies on our clients and mm-hmm. we, we know that this really, really works. It works almost as well mm-hmm. as diet and lifestyle changes. Plus the most popular injectable weight loss medication, mm-hmm. which is very expensive. You have to take the rest of your life and mm-hmm. has significant side effects like nausea. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you don't have to be nauseous. You could just work on your brain and mm-hmm. you can lose almost as much weight mm-hmm. <laughs> or in the same time period. So, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I also was like, it just legitimizes it. I thought, you know, there's going to be a lot of these people who will want coaching help and how great will it be to help all these other coaches, these other weight loss coaches, you know, who are going to be able to serve all these people who will be able to be introduced to coaching through this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that because it's so clear as you're talking that it is really about the impact that mm-hmm. you want to make with this book because writing and releasing a book is, is not easy. Nope. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really has been, it's, it's, we're coming up at almost three years since I very, the, like when I first started working on it. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. a long, long mm-hmm. process. You know, I remember talking to you about it in the Caymans. We were yeah. eating at that little taco restaurant on the yeah. beach and talking about it. Yeah. I mean, back I then I was like trying, yeah, I was trying to um, reach out to agents on my own then. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, that was very early days, very mm-hmm. early days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so much has happened. And that, that whole process is a whole growth opportunity in and of itself and deciding, yeah. you know, like I decided to go the traditional route. So mm-hmm. have to get an agent and then, you know, mm-hmm. finding a publisher and all this. Stuff. And I don't regret that. I think that was the right thing for this book, Yeah, but, um, but it's yeah. still, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a lot, but you've done it. And clearly yeah. because of the impact you believe it will make, what would you say? Like, if you could just say what your greatest hope would be that people could get out of this book. Yeah. My gosh, my greatest hope would be that someone reading this recognizes that their overeating struggle or their weight struggle is not really about the food. Mm. You know, Mm. like it's not like constantly trying this diet and that diet and eliminating this, you know, food Mm -hmm. group and that macronutrient and, you Mm -hmm. know, like focusing so much on the food is the wrong place to be focusing. Mm. Like, yes, you have Mm -hmm. to think about it a little bit, but there's like the real solution is Mm -hmm. in our brains, in our Mm -hmm. minds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. And I love in the book, you talk about a lot of practical things, like you said, like statistics, you talk about thoughts, you talk about emotions. It's really mm-hmm. just so comprehensive and so good. So. And, you know, I just have to say, like, as a coach, I really, you know, at times was like, oh, I just want to talk about like the emotional piece and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to tell them about, you know, what to eat or, mm-hmm. you know, how to figure out how to eat for themselves and things like that. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and then, you know, it was like a lot of conflict I felt internally about it. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, you know, the, the publisher was like, but you have to understand if people are buying a book to lose weight, like they're going to expect this, like they, they're yeah. in order for them to even hear the stuff you're talking about with yes. the emotional stuff, you have to give them these other things too. And I was like, yes, okay, fine. I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like we, what we were talking about in the beginning with niche, right? You're like, yes. oh, well, I just want to talk about what I, what really is happening. Yeah. But, but it's like, you got to meet people and, where they're at. Yes, yeah. Meet them they're where they are. They're expecting that. They want yes. that. And then you hope that they keep reading and go, yes. oh, yes. oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's what I need to do. Yes. Well, it's so good. You guys have to buy it. Katrina, this has been awesome. So great to hear your real experience building a business for people to get to know you. 
And all of you need to go buy Katrina's book because it's so good. I love it. You're going to love it. I think it's just any anyone should read this book. Um, I have had people tell me who don't do not struggle with their weight, who've read it. They're like, I really learned a lot. They actually that, that's what helpful. I'm saying. Like, I think it's very helpful just from the standpoint of understanding our bodies, mm-hmm. understanding our connection with ourselves and emotions and everything. So yeah. 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 Okay. So tell everyone where they can find it. Yes. So it's available anywhere books are sold. So Amazon, Barnes and Noble, any independent bookseller, if you have a favorite independent bookseller, you can get it from them as well. And then I also narrated the audiobook. And that's available on, on Audible. And there's awesome. actually for, you know, if people are podcast listeners, a lot of people like buying audiobooks. Um, and the audiobook has a little bonus um, interview with me on it as well. Oh, awesome. A little bonus material on the audiobook. Awesome. I love it. So, and if this information is in the show notes. And the book again is How to Lose Weight for the Last Time Brain Based Solutions for Permanent Weight Loss by Katrina Ubel, MD. So that's crazy. <laughs> It is crazy. What's happening? So (laughs) exciting. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing this. I promise you, I guarantee that my listeners got so much out of it. So I just, I really appreciate your time. Molly, thank you so much. It was so, so fun. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. If you're ready for complete support as you build your coaching business, check out Molly's collaborative community, the Masterful Coach Collective. It's a place where you'll have access to the best experts in the biz, community support, and guidance as you build your perfect business 90 days at a time. Visit www.mollyclair.com for details.